Welcome to Build and Learn. My name is Colin. And I'm CJ. And today we're talking about PTO, taking time off and trying to relax. I don't know, vacation a little bit. So yeah, it'll be, this is is an interesting topic because I think especially in tech and especially as software engineers, uh, we're, we're bad at taking time off. I don't know. At least I am. What about you, Colin? Yeah, this is a double-edged sword one because, you know, tech workers, you hear have these amazing benefits, but I think it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like, we're going to give you in some cases unlimited PTO or more PTO than most jobs have even, you know, four or six weeks, something like that. And yet people still don't take it. So, you know, or if they do, they're like still on Slack and still checking in because they feel like they're the lifeblood of either a project or a team. And we're going to break down a little bit about how to avoid that because I think you should take some time off. And I think you're taking some time off, which is a good segue into this. Yeah. So today I'm technically off. (laughs) Uh, We don't get paid for this, right? So this doesn't work. Yeah. So it's it's a Thursday. So I'm taking Thursday, Friday off this week. We're if you're listening in the future, right now it is the middle of July and our kids are having their last few days of summer camp this week. And then they're going to be sort of at home until school starts in late August. So I'm taking today and tomorrow and hanging out with Nicole. So we're, we're kind of just like going to spend some time with like free daycare. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, that's the, how I'm wrapping up this, this week and having a long weekend, but Nice. Um, do you do you usually do like long weekends when you take time off, have, or do you like to take like a week off all at once? We have a lot of Europeans in our company that take off like three weeks to a month. It's you know in some cities, uh, August is when the city shuts down mm-hmm. if you're a local, and it's just you know cultural. And you see the jokes about how like you know someone's taking time off to go get a suntan and then in America they're taking time off to go get a surgery or something like that. It's it's a stark (laughs) reality that people are using that, you know, instead of sick days and things like that. But yeah, what does that look like for you? Do you prefer to like use them for lots of long weekends or do you end up taking like a long week when you need to longer if if necessary? So I think for most of my career, I've done the long weekend. And also maybe we should like sort of preface or like prefix all of this entire discussion with like, we are incredibly privileged to have any paid time off. (laughs) Like the fact that we work jobs where we get paid money to like not go to work for some set of time as a benefit of tech is like incredibly awesome. But yeah, so back, back, back (laughs) back to the main question, right? Like, yeah, I take time either in the form of a long weekend. Recently, I guess in June, I took, I did take a full week off which was amazing. And so, yeah, I don't know. Like more I, of that, more of that CJ. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I've got at one week coming in, in October, we're going to go to Dominican Republic. Never been. I'm super, super excited. And I think I'm actually going to take a week plus like a couple of days. Yeah. You're um, going to need to, Oh, well, I guess yeah. it's closer for you to fly to now, but for me, it was a gnarly flight. We went literally a week before the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So you're going to like it. I think it's fun. Place. Yeah, it's we're super excited to go. We planned it months and months ago. But what was what I was thinking of was like, OK, one of the main reasons for PTO in general is to like avoid burning out right into like actually recharge and whatever. And so 
I am kind of like questioning how long is the minimum amount of time that you need to be out of the office or offline or unplugged or off the grid in order to actually feel recharged and to avoid burnout successfully. And so I think a week is great, but also it seems like burnout is one of those things that sort of just accumulates, right? It kind of just builds up and has this residual effect where, you know, for a long time, there were years where I went without taking any significant time off, like maybe a long weekend, but no, there was no way that I took an entire week off. Why uh, was that? Yeah. So I guess if we, we could talk we're about, we're going to have a little therapy session here. Yeah. We're going to have a little bit of, we're going to have a little bit of a conversation here about unlimited time off. Yes. Right. And so in my experience, the companies that I have worked for that had an unlimited time off policy, I never took any time off ever. So this was uh, the statistics would back you up on that. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of reports that prove that. And there's a lot of debating about whether it's good or bad to have unlimited time off. There's a little bit of a weird nuance here where I don't think it's being done in a mischievous way. But there's this thing in the United States where if you don't accrue PTO like a normal, like you get a certain number of hours per pay period, then the company doesn't have to pay you back for unused time when you leave. A little, I don't think that companies are like being that nefarious about this. It's more of they want to just not have to worry about it. Like I still have to record when I'm going to just so we have a record of it. But <laughs> it's more of like we have a minimum, not a maximum. And that might be a perk for a company that they don't have to pay it out back. I'm not sure. But the problem there is then you need to make sure you use it. And so if you were going and not using your PTO, like I guess what were the reasons why you didn't do it then if you... Technically had it, the whole team had it, but then yes. no one was taking time off. So it also like it, it wasn't, there were some people on the team that did take time off, but I was absolutely like, I feel, I've, I think I felt a lot of guilt around like leaving the team kind of, you know, shorthanded and short staffed. I would feel guilty about taking a significant chunk. So I felt more comfortable being like, oh yeah, we have an unlimited time off policy. Let me take three long weekends this year, <laughs> you know, right. like. That felt how generous, more how generous of you. Exactly. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so there were several companies that I worked for all startups too, where it was kind of like everyone was working way more than 40 hours. Everyone was just kind of like working super, super hard to try to make this company a success. And in order to do so, we were all hustling and it felt, yeah, it felt like you were leaving the team, letting the team down if you took time off, which was just it's, it's horrible and I don't recommend. It. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, if I you mean, see that's a cultural these... problem. I think like startups need a sense of urgency for sure, but you need to be rest like a rested racehorse. Like you need to be able to go, but then you need to rest. Like you're not running the racehorse into the ground. And I know we can get into like, there's a lot of privilege, like you mentioned here of being able to race in the first place. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we keep the race metaphor up, like it's a marathon, not a sprint. And you need to be able to take time off so that when you are on work, you're not completely undone by small inconvenience that you're stressed. And so some small thing happens in your life that then, or maybe lots of big things happen in your life and it completely, you know, unglues you, which mm -hmm. I, has happened to me when I've been a freelancer because time off in a freelance world is like a whole nother thing because you get paid by the time that you work and <laughs> so, versus a salaried job where, PTO is an amazing convenience because you're still paid to take that time off and you don't have to be doing the work during that time. 
-hmm. So like when some of your teammates would take off, was there anything that you guys had to do? Like, were there repercussions of like, did you feel it that they were taking time off? And so then you didn't want to do that to somebody else or was it in your head and you know, the, the company was fine when those people took off. I think part of it was in my head. A lot of it was in my head. And uh, one of the things that I think we'll get into is that when you actually take time off, it is a good forcing function to have really great things that are in place so that you can safely take time off so that your team can do all of the things that you were doing without you there. I know there's like the, the bus factor, right? Like if you're the only person <laughs> who knows how to do X, Y, or Z, like that's a bad thing because maybe on your one day of PTO that year, you get hit by a bus and then no one knows how to restart some weird service or something, you know, or access. even if you don't get hit by a bus, right? You might be completely yeah. off grid and mm -hmm. the server's down and no one knows how to restart it, but you, right. Yes. That, that, that would be a problem. And so I even say like, what happens if this employee leaves, right? It's mm -hmm. more of, it, it's going to shine a light on all the things that whether culturally or even literally technically like better docs, better socializing of concepts. I am guilty of this too. Like I would do the long weekend thing and just, you know, make sure that like I might even stay up late the night before I leave, which is like mm -hmm. the worst thing. And I will even say like, usually I used to do PTO for trips. I'm mm -hmm. now all about the PTO where I stay home mm -hmm. and just take care of life. Totally. Yeah. I think like my manager has been really good at kind of mentoring and advising in terms of taking time off to for a family, like for your family. Mm -hmm. And so self-care is super important, right? You want to be firing on all cylinders, but also, especially when you're in this startup, like really scrappy mode, it can be easy to let your relationships maybe like, yeah, like your with your spouse or maybe your relationships with your children kind of go on the back burner a little bit. And so taking paid time off where they are the focus mm -hmm. can be really valuable in terms of just like maintaining your own sort of family life and parental and marriage and all of those things. So like there's definitely benefits to, um, yeah, like just taking time off where you don't go somewhere fancy, like you said, <laughs> but like instead just hanging out at home and playing games with the kids and, you know, going out on dates with your spouse or whatever, like th those kinds of things can also be really, really valuable and also recharging because spending time with your loved ones is definitely shown to like increase your, your gratitude, increase your positivity, increase like your overall happiness. And that is like a really important, like part of being a whole person too. So totally. Yeah. And we're going a little out of order and kind of touching on things as they come up here, but I think we should definitely come back to making sure that you're not the blocker for things like things you can yeah. do to make sure you take time off. I think there's a way to celebrate people taking time off instead of dreading it. Mm -hmm. like we have a Slack channel where when people either are, come back or are taking time off, it's almost like a, you know, a celebration that they were gone and what did they do? And it's like pictures of their trip or mm -hmm. pictures of their garden they worked on, whatever it might be. But I really liked this. I can't remember what if it was a book or a talk that he gave, but Brad Feld, who's been in startup land and investing for a long time, he does this thing that's like essential for his mental health and work life balance, which is he works super hard all the time. And then he mm -hmm. takes off a week, a quarter, which in the grand scheme of things is four weeks. Mm -hmm. And he goes completely off grid. Only his assistant knows where he is, only that they can reach out to him if there's like a true fire no work 
and one week. And you brought this up, like, is a week enough? Mm-hmm. I think if you can go completely off grid, you literally, you know, can't go into Slack, can't go into GitHub, can't do all that stuff. It feels good around the, for me, the four or five day mark is when you're like, start to like relax. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you're not, again, doing like full combat travel in Europe or something like that, Mm -hmm. where you actually can relax, you're at home, it does take that many days. So like, what does it look like to take two weeks off? I don't know what's better here. Is it better to take, you know, lots of long weekends if that fits your lifestyle and you're doing lots of like camping and backpacking trips or something? Mm -hmm. Is it better to take four one weeks? Is it better to take two two weeks and Mm -hmm. just like have more longer lasting type of thing. And again, if you have the ability to have unlimited time off, what is that? I guess, at what point does it not feel unlimited anymore? Like you're starting to use up a culturally acceptable upper bound. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Those are all like really important habits too. I think in the other, another thing that you can do as a team and as a company is making sure that leadership is visibly out of office for like a similar amount of time, at least, right? Right. If leadership is always on and never takes time off, then like that's sending the wrong message too. Totally. Um, Yeah. Visibility celebration of it. I'd be curious for us to do this as a little experiment. I'm happy to volunteer. You know, I've never to my knowledge taken two weeks off. So that's, I was going to ask what's the longest you've taken off. (laughs) Yeah. Like, intentionally right we haven't talked about it on the show but when i got covid that was not intentional taking time off that was sick days plus a work trip so it felt like a vacation but it ended up being a lot more extended than i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. so like intentional pto probably a week in a in a weekend right like the, the weekend on either end of that week i think doing it two weeks would be pretty amazing so i guess that puts me in that mindset of okay if i'm going to be gone for two weeks what can I do to set up my team now so mm-hmm. that they don't feel bad? We, we mention or not feel bad, but like they're set up for success. Mm-hmm. They don't need to come ask me for things or if they do, they're going to res- like hold on to them until I get back. Yeah. Is it, is there, are there things that you intentionally hand off or make sure that other people are involved with before you leave for a week? I mean, the other thing is like a week is just a week, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, maybe if a server goes down or whatever, like some servers, it doesn't matter if they're down for a week. And like when you get back, you can just <laughs> get and, you know, whatever background jobs will catch back up. But like, yeah, thankfully, I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not I don't have to touch the servers like I do deploys. So it's like more like this is a good lesson of is there something that's actively being worked on? And I think maybe leading up to you going on a vacation, talking to your manager, talking to your team and figuring out if you're going to be a blocker before you leave and not doing this outside of your working hours, but part of your job before you leave during your working day, not an additional amount of work or labor is to like, just look ahead, work with engineering manager. If you have one to see how to pull things off your plate, maybe even a few days before you leave mm-hmm. and you can use those days to socialize concepts or ownership of the code. If it needs to happen. I've taken to starting a list of things that I'm like, if this, like, okay, I'm the only one who knows how this works. Why (laughs) is that the case? How do we fix that? And also, do I need to be the one who now needs to do that work? Not before I leave, but like, why is it, why do I have that thought that I'm the only one who can do that work? And I think this probably resonates with a lot of developers (laughs) because you might be the only one who knows how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I think that also, so 
we're starting to head into territory around just good habits and best practices for when you take time off. So it sounds like as you're heading into time off, making sure that you have good docs, some really clear ownership of who's going to take over while you're away. Yeah. What I guess going back to the, the idea of having a list of the stuff that you're doing, one of the cultural norms that I've seen work really successfully is having a doc that is just a list of all the stuff you're working on and who is going to cover that while you're out. So that's been kind of like a cool thing. Are there other, yeah. What are the other sort of best practices you've seen or like tools and tips and technology you can use to make sure that you have a successful out of office? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the if you're not truly off grid, the thing that it's hard to dodge is the Slack notifications and things like that. So Setting an away message is great. Going away, going in and turning off all the notifications on all your devices is is necessary. We teased this on a past episode when I was going out of town, but the GitHub away feature is amazing because mm. with Slack, if you message me, it doesn't, I mean, it has a status, but it doesn't say anything to you. It's just like, you have to go hover over my status to see that I'm out. I got to pick an emoji that I think is going to be either you know palm trees or something like an x or something that makes it evocative so people know mm-hmm. if you mention me in an issue a pr or commit any of these things github will tell you that i am out mm-hmm. right and it's act proactive they're like you get to set what the message is you can set a status down github i don't know that many people do that but there's mm-hmm. setting a status and then there's this like full-on i am away and mm-hmm. I think it was maybe designed for like open source contributors and things like that. I mean, it's funny that we're talking about this again. I am away. And right now, like since we started this call, I have four new unreads in Slack, yep. <laughs> which I should not even have open right now. But like, yeah. yeah. It, so do you set your away status? I set it. Yeah. It says out of office and still I have four unreads. But <laughs> but is your dot off, I guess, because there's the setting of status I, no. and there's set away or active. Yeah. Yeah. My dot shows active. I would set that to away. Still doesn't help. So now let's just say it's been a week and you've been gone. What is your process for when you come back for triaging what is likely to be a million messages in email, Slack, whatever internal tools that you have? I always start with Slack because I assume that the real-time communication is going to be something that someone needed more urgently. Then I go to email. And if you don't already have this turned on, you can go into the like the Gmail labs feature and enable keyboard shortcuts, which I think is a killer feature. So you can kind of just use, you know, J, K to move up and down and then you mm-hmm. can mark things. I don't even remember. I just like have the muscle memory, <laughs> right? But the keyboard, <laughs> keyboard shortcuts to just like plow through your email super quickly, finding all the ones that don't matter, deleting those and then replying quickly to others. But yeah, I think... I t- when I took a week in June, it took me at least a week to catch back up from email notifications, Slack notifications, GitHub notifications, et cetera. So what I'm curious about is whether or not those were even important, right? Because I'm in a lot of Slack channels, and so they're all lit up when I come back. So now it's up to me to triage what was important. And that's that's where I think the GitHub away feature thing would be kind of interesting. And again, free idea for an app here, right? Because... <laughs> Imagine if you had a true away status in Slack, every message that's sent to you gets like, maybe they even say like, hey, CJ's out. Do you want me to remind him when he comes back or something? Because I don't love this like 
was this important? Let me build context for all these things that there's, yeah. there's a meme out there about PTO. You pay for taking time off when you come back. I don't know if GitHub does like a little, like, here's everything you missed since you were out type thing, but that's for mm. you GitHub. You can have that one for free too. The one feature I would call out in Slack is that if I am, if I'm supposed to be away, but I'm actually online, whether that's in Slack on my phone or I'm just doing other things on my computer, then uh, I, if something is sort of on fire, then I'll probably respond to the Slack message. But if it's not urgent and it can be dealt with when I get back, then I'll right click on the message and say, remind me next week. And then yeah. I'll get like a Slack bot reminder next week and then try to plow through all of those. I think the other thing is it's probably good hygiene to actually just delete the Slack app from your phone while you're out and then you won't see that badge counting yeah. up as your yeah my manager is like really adamant he's like delete slack yeah and then if something urgent comes up he'll just text me <laughs> which is i mean that's like fine right like having an emergency way to go around it's like the, your pager pager duty yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah 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 totally so i i added the topic paternity maternity leave that i think we can just spend a, a short amount of time on the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because when I was thinking about what is the longest time I've taken off, it was when my second son was born. And that was, I took one month off and that was paid. But for my first child, I had just started a job and I didn't have any paid time off accrued. And so I took seven days unpaid leave. <laughs> Or like that was my whole paternity leave for. And they, uh, I assume they didn't have paternity leave. No, yeah, it was like I don't I don't even remember if they had paternity leave, but if they did, it was just it was atrocious. So, yeah, I think at the bigger tech companies, you will find pretty generous paternity and maternity leave situations. Sometimes you can split it up and take part of it when the baby's first born, and then take another part of it later when one of the partners goes back to work or whatever. Like mm -hmm. that is. Yeah, so that's that's definitely something like that feels like a benefit that more people take advantage of at bigger companies than at startups, just in my experience. So Yeah. And it's unfortunate that people have to make that like calculus of am I gonna go unpaid for a week to even a week is not enough time, right? When you're talking about adding to your family and all the things that come up with that. And you shouldn't have to use traditional PTO for that either, but we, but we at least we live in America and that's what it is. So it's good call out. You know, it, it is part of, I guess, of all the things that you could take time off. You have usually paid time off. You might have paternity or maternity leave, parental leave. Yes. When I broke my ankle in January, I remember feeling well after I had sort of pain meds and whatever I was I was just laying in bed like doing literally nothing and I felt so like yeah so useless <laughs> I was like I need to be useful somehow and I can be useful if I have my computer and I'm just like doing yeah. stuff but then I had like one call with my manager and he was like dude you there's no way that you should be at work right now like right like, like, how many pain drugs like, have you taken exactly yeah pain <laughs> medication and whatever he's like no just shut it down and like for like watch a movie or something and so yeah it's gosh yeah I think it's it's so hard yeah <laughs> so in addition to sick leave 
we have this thing and some others might, but right. You've got holidays in addition to those days off. Mm -hmm. And then we at orbit, we had a summer and a winter, what we call refuel week, which was a week off in the summer, a week off between Christmas and new year's, you know, that kind of lull period of people aren't really getting a lot done anyway. So let's just give it off. We've also experimented with something called like rocket days, which was more of, we're still working, but we're working on all the process and stuff that, you know, you should incrementally improve every day, but we don't always get to those things. It's some tech debt pay down, some process development, some reflection and like retro, Ooh. it's like a retro week or a process improvement type week. And so refuel is like truly refuel, rest, you know, re-energize, come back, you know, strong, hard to do with support and uptime and stuff like that so we tend to try to like have some sort of like you're off but this person's watching the queue this day this day Mm -hmm. this day so forth yeah when i first joined this company i was in the support function and during the sort of holiday shutdown where many people were out of office we did that thing where it was kind of just like on a volunteer basis get coverage to make sure that we could still have people online to meet our SLAs for anyone Mm -hmm. who might be writing into support or chatting with us on IRC or discord. And then when I transitioned from support into developer advocacy, I remember being like, Oh, this is like, no one has to be around technically during this short period. And so it's nice that everyone can go and recharge at the same time. So. Yeah. If you're in that boat and you, can volunteer even a few hours to relieve a support, you know, function. I think that's helpful because unfortunately, if you're full-time support, you, it feels like another day sometimes. Yes. Like hopefully ticket volume is going to be lower, but it also just be great to have a buddy during that time. (laughs) And ideally, you know, we've done things where we, we explicitly post on our blog and in our (laughs) communities that we have refill week. There'll be a little bit of a longer response time go please enjoy the time off as well type of thing like let's put it back on you like why (laughs) why are you working this week yeah i mean like back to your point earlier about like okay you know leading up to taking time off you shouldn't work extra i think this is another bad habit that i've had that people might also have where you know okay yes i know that i'm taking thursday friday off so let me work three extra hours on monday and right. tuesday and wednesday so that like it's your toxic personality trait cj exactly <laughs> well i mean yeah like it's but if someone it maybe it's possible in that unlimited scenario that someone just works like insane amounts they're doing 90 hour weeks for three weeks a month and then they do take a week off and maybe that's okay but maybe yeah. it's not like i don't know I think some companies even go as far as you have to take this much time off and we're going to pay for your vacation up to a certain amount. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that. That's, that's super cool. I think Zapier does this. Um, oh, wow. That's, yeah. that is a great, that is a great perk right there. I like that. Yeah. Cause I think about it, you're going to go to the Dominican, right? So you're just like, okay, I'm taking time off. I'm getting paid. Well, I'm basically using a good amount of that money to go there. Yes. And yeah. so you're probably not using all of your salary for that time to go there, but it depends on what you're getting paid and it depends on how baller of a room you're going to get when you go to the Dominican. So <laughs> yeah. Sidebar. Did you see the, I'm going to call it a marketing stunt because I okay. think that's what it is that tuple is doing right now. Yes. 
Yes. So you like nominate an open source developer. It might be closed. I don't know when it ends. So yeah, tuple.app or tuple.app, whatever. Is it is it tuple? They're doing this marketing stunt where you can nominate your favorite open source dev and whoever wins, they're paying for like an all-inclusive vacation. So this is yeah. that idea that, you know, open source is hard. Mm-hmm. There is no unlimited paid time off in open source. Mm-hmm. We're not talking any vacation. We're talking serious vacations. Here are actual pictures from actual destinations. We'll book the hotel. We'll buy the flights. We'll give them a prepaid card for meals, adventures, and daiquiris by the pool. They will get <laughs> up to $10,000 to spend on their vacation. Plus ones are welcome, or you can spend the whole thing on yourself. So, yeah, and they dive into why. I think We'll put this in the show notes because they're talking about all the things that we just did, right? On <laughs> How do you give these open source contributors a break? How do you reward them for their service in a way mm-hmm. right? or honor them for that service because you probably rely on their gems their libraries mm-hmm. their tools and you can go and vote there's 437 people that have been nominated and so you can go vote on them maybe even nominate somebody or yourself if you aren't on the list yep go for it so it's still open it when does like nominations it. close that's a good question it might be closed by the time this episode airs. It might, but if not, keep an eye out on this. I think it'll be fun to mostly see the end of this. Cool. I think that is uh, probably all the different avenues of this that we could beat. Yep. I'd love to hear like if you have a really good tactic at like how to turn off and how to take good PTO, whether it's at home or a vacation, definitely send us your tips. We're recovering workaholics ourselves. And uh, this topic came up because we know we're not always good at it and we want to get better at it. I want my team to feel like they can do it. I want them to take time off without worrying about putting me in a lurch. All right. Where can people find notes for the show? You can find the show notes at buildandlearn.dev. Awesome. And you can find us online. I am at Colin Loretz on Twitter. I'm at cjav underscore dev on Twitter. And we will see you in two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Bye, friends.